Hey guys. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Broad Ideas. I feel weird sitting over here across from you guys. You look really young right now. I look really young? Yeah. Thank you. I don't know that I like looking young. Yeah, I don't know oh. if I agree either. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a ponytail for a change. Anyone's listening to this and doesn't realize, uh, we're on video too. So you can go to YouTube and search Broad Ideas and watch us do this. Watch us talk. Watch us talk. Yeah. Instead of just listen. You can listen watch and us watch. Talk. Do it at the same time. Just watch us talk. Yeah, listen I mean, to it in reverse. It'd be great if you hit play at the same time. <laughs> it's like the Wizard of Oz and Pink Floyd. Yeah. You might totally the same comparison. <laughs> the devil speak. The Is what? that what happens? Yeah, it's like oh subliminal. no no yeah 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 yeah. 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 Listen to us backwards. We're doing Illuminati. Yeah yeah yeah. Is that true? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is not true, Rachel. Um, today we have the lovely Ariel Winter. Yes, we do. everyone obviously knows her from Modern Family, but she has a new movie coming out. <laughs> called Tripped Up. Called Tripped Up, which looks really cute. A fun little road trip, girlfriend, getaway. Um, and we had a really lovely conversation with her, so we should welcome her. We should. We should. Yeah. Ariel, come on in. Come on down. <laughs> Sometimes when the world feels insane, you can take a little peek inside of Rachel's little brain. All these thoughts are swirling round and round inside to join us on this journey as we take a little ride. We'll talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. It's so pretty. The color, Thank everything. You. We we might have taken a screenshot for our best friend so that she can match it. <laughs> that is very flattering. Thank you. Well, if it makes you feel better, this is all fake hair. Like oh. I dyed my hair this color, but the majority of this hair is fake. That does so make me feel better. If it's helpful. Yeah, because when I see people who have like, like my boyfriend's sisters and his mom had the most gorgeous, full, yeah. long hair. Like it looks like this, but it's fully natural. Yes. And I find that really offensive. So I do too. Okay, I, I feel so better. I so much money to get this shit like looking great <laughs> and it's just free yeah. for them. Oh. It like looks like natural. It's just, it's honestly, it's pretty offensive, but that's okay. I can't be out here. I can't be out here like that. Right. <laughs> okay, vibes. good. But I good. feel like it's a thing, you know, and growing up, if your best friend had straight hair and I had curly hair, it's always like you want what you don't have. Right. I right. know. I've always envied the people with like beautiful curly hair. And then they were always like, but your hair is so like straight and like flat and it doesn't get frizzy. And I'm like, yeah, but like it's so boring. No, it's No, goals. see, if you can shower we, and let your hair air dry and no, with nothing, that's the dream. That is the that's dream. That's the goal. Yeah, that's what they always said. And I was like, but it's so flat. And they were like, you don't get it. You don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't. I still don't think you get it. (laughs) I don't get it. I still don't. You're not wrong. I still do not get it. I want to get it. I do. Oh, my gosh. Um, You are so cute and beautiful. And I know we're going on about your hair. But you, yourself, uh, it's so nice to meet you and talk to you. It's so nice to meet you too. Sorry, I'm like, keep fiddling with this. I don't know why. I have like ears that are not good with these little earbuds. Yeah, but no, they yeah. like pop out. 
Yeah, but we are, you know, don't mind me. I'm just being weird with my ears, but we're good. I was weird with my ears last night. What do you mean? Okay. Have you ever (laughs) worn earplugs to sleep? I have not. I'm a little bit too worried that I wouldn't hear someone if they tried to murder me. (laughs) No, that's a real fear. I was feeling the same way, but my husband snores. So I put him in last night. Yeah. And it was the first time I've ever put him in right. I used to just push him in. And I'd yeah. be like, they don't work on me. My ear holes are too little or something. Have what you ever, are you supposed to do? You're supposed to twist them, oh. then put them all the way in and, and then, then leave them. And then they open. expand. It's like a tampon ear. for your ears. It's a tampon for your ears. Oh. Wow. Right. Now that we've covered okay. that. I feel better. All right. <laughs> if I'm out here ever getting, honestly, I have so many dogs. I should get earplugs for just like my daily <gasps> life. If someone walks down the street, that's what I need. I need earplugs for like my daily life for when there's any movement anywhere that they, you know, how many can hear? How many? Six. Are, six. Whoa, that's a lot of dogs. What kind? There's yeah, a lot of dogs. Like what? Yeah. Size range. Um, <laughs> there are three shepherd pit mixes, one Samoyed. Samoyeds are like huskies, but yeah. they're like bigger and white. Um, and uh, a little terrier mix and an Australian shepherd. Wow. wow. Got a lot of dogs. Do they all a get a dogs? They do. We had one issue recently of one of our dogs attacking the other one while we were away working. That mm. wasn't great because he's double his size. Um, oh, no. But, the little but one. But it's okay. Aww. Yeah. He's he's about, I'd say, like 35 pounds. He's a oh. he's thick with multiple Cs. Um, but then the, <laughs> the bigger one is is like double his size, about like 70. Um and he's the the bigger one. He's he's a really needy boy, and I get it. I'm yeah. his mom. I get it. Like he's he wants his attention. He's sure. jealous. I understand. And you know, but it was it, yeah, it was a little bit rough. It was a little bit rough. But no, they all get along. They all do good. They all do good. It's just hard when me and my boyfriend both have to go to work, and you know. But we try to make it work so someone can be with them. My dogs are like literally. The dogs are literally our children. Like they are the most important thing to me. So yeah, <laughs> I'm out here doing everything for my dogs. Have Aww. you tried CBD? Because we just tried it and it has changed everything for our dog. The CBD has been very helpful, but it was so funny. I had to take him to um, like a vet behaviorist, but like a vet psychiatrist. It it felt like me going to the psychiatrist, but it was like for my dog. And they're like (laughs) asking me all these questions that like my psychiatrist asked me. Um, And so we got him on something that's really helped his anxiety because the CBD didn't it didn't do as much right. as we had hoped yeah. um, because he's just normally a very anxious dog. Again, I get it. He's my son. Um, but that has helped him a whole lot. He's been able to calm down and and really not get so nervous of like not getting attention from somebody. So that's helped him a little bit more. Again, I get it. I'm on a bunch of medication as well. So like, why not? I love that you just come out with it yeah. and are open and honest about that. Same. <laughs> it's like, why am I going to be out here like pretending like I don't need something? <laughs> like, why am I going to be out here pretending that I can live my life just fine without it when like I can't? Right. Um, and like so many people I know can't either. So no, I think what is the... Yeah. It's so important though. You know, someone with a voice like yourself being so open and talking about it. And we talk about the, all that. We're very open here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been on this journey with mental health? I'd say definitely 10 years. 
Yeah. Um, I started in therapy when I was 15. And I think I got on medication probably when I was like 16. Um, and it was a really hard journey to find the right ones. Mm -hmm. It took a really long time. All throughout high school, I was on one that made me feel I was fine. I was like better. I was good. I feel like I was like middling. I was like, this is good. I'll accept this. I had already tried so many that I had had like weird reactions to that. I was like, once I found one that I was like, okay, I'm good. And I was kind of like, all right, I went through uh, high school with all of that. It made me gain 30 pounds, um, which was a little bit, well, like 20 to 30, and which was a little bit rough in high school and like nothing yeah. I could do mm. would get it off. Like nothing. I mean, I'd exercise a ton, I'd whatever. And so finally I was just like, whatever. Um, but after some time I like graduated, I felt ready to start the journey again to find something that made me feel a little bit better than middle. Mm -hmm. It was never about like the weight because I was like, I'd much rather feel okay than like, you know, feel skinny, extremely skinny. Yeah. You know? right, I was right. like, whatever. I, I'm not happier, skinnier. So I might as well. Right. Um, it doesn't yeah. change anything. I'm definitely not. I'm like, sure. Maybe like I like my tank top better, but no. Um, and once I graduated high school, I felt like a little bit more ready to try the process again to find something that might be a little bit better for me. And again, it was a it was a hard go, but I found a couple that work great for me together. At first, I was like, wow, I have to take more than one. I like felt weird. And I was like, oh, no, I feel like that pill lady. I have my little pill container. Um, but over time, I was like, whatever is what I it feel is better. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. It, what if I have to take a couple together to be the best version of me? That's fine. Yeah. But therapy, I've been in like doing double. Um, I do like two hours per week. Um, ever Good since I you. turned 21, I like had my whole like life wash over me. And it was like, um, I decided that I really needed to take a, a an even bigger step in my mental health journey. So I kind of was like, you know what? I need to dive into everything. I want to be as healed as possible. And so, yeah, I've been putting a lot of effort into it. I've even been trying um, ketamine treatments. How's Those that have been going? Interesting. Tell us about this. Yeah. Those have been interesting. Yeah. Those have been interesting. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know yet if I feel like it has really like changed my life. Like mm -hmm. a, a lot of people have. I, I have noticed some things that have definitely been a help to me, like a little bit of the spiraling and the anxiety. Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit calmer. Um, but I'm hopeful. So many people I, I know have done the ketamine treatments and feel like it has changed their life greatly. Um, and I know everyone's journey is different. So I feel like I'm having a little bit of a longer journey. I have to do yeah. quite a few more sessions to be able to move past my yeah. my traumas. But I'm I'm hopeful. I'm one of those people that's kind of like throw it at the wall if it sticks. I was Same. a little bit scared in the first place to try it just because it was something new and like seemed kind of scary. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, and it is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. Like so many people I know have sessions that are like really euphoric and great. And I've had some really tough ones right. that are like body <laughs> traumas coming out. And I feel really like, what the hell? Oh. Um, but I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm a very open mental health person. I'm real committed to my journey. And I just, 
I've seen how it has wrecked so many people's lives around me and impacted my own and led me to where I am. And I just was like, I don't think, um, I don't think I want that to be my journey. I don't Mm -hmm. think I want that to be my path where Mm -hmm. I'm so much later in my life and starting healing. I'd much rather like, I'd much rather take the time and heal now. So good for you. It's where I'm at. It's where I'm at. Can I, can can I ask you what the ketamine treatments like are like, you know, because I don't Mm -hmm. know anything about them. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if my nose is running. I just had COVID and I swear my symptoms are like lasting forever. Oh, God, Um, I'm sorry. I'm like, it was, yeah, this one was not fun. Um, Oh, no. no. Not like the first ones were fun, but this one was way worse. I got it it twice before this and I've had all the vaccines. I've had three of them, Um, but I got it twice before this and I didn't really feel any, like I felt sick, but it wasn't crazy. But this one, I was like so sick. It was so annoying. Oh, no. But the ketamine treatments are interesting. The ones that have been like positive experiences, they feel kind of like you're taking a really great nap, but you're awake. I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've ever lucid dreamed. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if maybe it sounds kind of like it. So I don't really know if that's what it is. I know that you dissociate from your body. So the really good ones, I haven't felt my body. I felt floaty, Mm. but I've been in my mind. And like, I wear an eye mask. So I only see what my mind conjures up and I only feel that. So I'm not looking around the room like, oh my God. Um, And the really good ones have been like, kind of see like a galaxy or maybe feel like I'm like, And I don't like the ocean. I'm very scared of the ocean, but maybe feel like I'm in the ocean and I'm floating or I'm like floating below, but it's not scary. It feels kind of like, I don't know, the ones that are good and less rooted in trauma feel like they are um, like good kind of euphoric nap, like well-rested naps. They feel like maybe you had like a good dream, a good like whatever, but you are fully aware. So you are lucid, separated from your body. You are. I'm having thoughts in my mind that I may not remember all of them after a session, um, but I remember the majority and I'll, I'll think of like my intention that I went in there with, what I'm trying to work on or release. Um and I'll, I'll have all those thoughts and I'll just be experiencing my brain still, but not mm. feeling my body. Mm. Now, the ones that are not ideal are the ones that I feel only in my body. And I don't particularly, um, I don't particularly see anything. I'm not particularly euphoric. I'm more like, it's a lot of emotions. Mm. And they felt like my body was like, vibrating from the inside out like something was trying to get out of my chest like it was like this ball of like whatever was like trying to burst out (laughs) of me and it was like those were so rough those were so rough I can feel it when you're talking about it so rough but again I know everyone's journey is different I know what I'm there for might be different than somebody I've talked to that is there maybe for something more generalized that is able to have sessions that are different than mine. Um, And if it is a hard journey I have to go through to get to the better side, I'm, I'm willing to do it. It's been, um, I have the most, honestly, I'm so obsessed with my therapist. It's maybe like not okay. Um, (laughs) Like I'm so obsessed with her. She's amazing. That's the Um, best. 
she has come to the sessions that she's able to come to. And she, mm -hmm. honestly, she's held my hand through it. She's, we've had sessions after it to discuss. Um, my boyfriend's been really, really lovely for me too. I mean, he's come to every session, um, especially if she's not there to be able to kind of hold my hand and, and let me know that I'm not alone and have some oh, grounding there in case my trip is not great. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've really had so much great support through it that I feel so grateful and lucky to have that at that time um, to be going through this experience. Um, so yeah, while it's been a little bit tough, I feel really lucky to get to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, to have that opportunity mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to have the the love around me that I do have during it. You have a huge support system, it sounds like. <laughs> I do. And I feel very, very fortunate for that. And and yeah, I I lost someone close to me to suicide a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And um mm -hmm. it was it was so rough. Cause they were uh not like it's not rough for everybody, but like they were such an amazing person and so lovely and so loving and so just, but it was so clear, the struggle. Mm -hmm. And they have waited until so much later in life to try and, and heal. Mm -hmm. And it was so hard to watch the the decline. And they had actually tried ketamine therapy, but they mm -hmm. had tried a little bit too late. Quite a bit too or, late. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not to say that, like, I don't want anyone to think that, like, that it's you're, too late. you're ever too right. late yeah. to try right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, they were one case that it didn't help. It didn't do anything negative. It's not like it made them worse. Right. Um, it just didn't, didn't help. It didn't um, do the thing. Yeah. It didn't do what we had all hoped. Um, oh, it's God. How old? So it's, sorry. Um, late 50s early 60s it was definitely yeah it was it's so hard when so many amazing people just feel so hopeless really yeah. and it feels like there's no way to get out of this drowning like like you're drowning in the ocean and you can't get out and yeah so it was it was one of those things where I've been in her position and I'm luckily not there now I'm I'm like able to prevent myself from getting to where they were at mm -hmm. that time mm -hmm. um, and feeling like that was just really it. Uh, so it's been, mental health has been so important to me mm -hmm. my whole life. Um, and I really like, I want to make it as normal and as open as possible because I just think it really is like one of the biggest issues plaguing everyone of all ages. Yeah. It is. It is. And it is so silent. How, um, I don't understand how I it could be silent. I saw a map the other day of number one killers in America. And it was a map of what the different things were. And on that map, it was like suicide was the number one and then fentanyl. And then and it was by different areas. And I'm like, how can this be silent? This is an epidemic. This is a tragedy. And this is plaguing our youth in a way that we've never seen. Mm -mm. 
And absolutely, it has to be normalized. And it takes people like you to come out and say, as easy as you can say, you have hair extensions, that you're on medication. And I'm like, fucking thank you. And thank you for letting us know your hair's not real. Because these are the things. <laughs> no, but these are the yeah. things young girls look at and go, why not me? Or why am I not like that? And it takes people that say the truth, no matter what the truth is. Right. And I just, my hat's off to you for being so willing to be open and honest and Thanks. share your experience because it is an epidemic and incredibly dangerous to everyone we love. I really think it is just as important as physical health. People put so much, and again, physical health is not to say that physical health isn't important. It is so important. However, mental health is just as important because if you're not healthy up here, how is your body going to feel healthy? How are you going to be able to? And I feel like so many people, young and old, that get into drugs really have undiagnosed mental health issues um, that instead of using something, and I understand a lot of people are against, you know, and I'm not saying like, I'm super for big pharma. I understand that there's, you know, however, I know there are things that are made to help people. And there are some people who need, absolutely need things. Sure, there are some people who maybe need something else. um, But like, I just think that so many people today who go towards that path and that Mm -hmm. lifestyle are just dealing with something that they don't understand and don't have maybe the resources or the support or the visibility of these things to be able to find something else to quiet those feelings for them. And obviously it doesn't quiet them in, in the way that benefits them. It doesn't really quiet them at all. It might on the outside to somebody else, but makes it worse on the inside. So for me, yeah, I have so many nieces. My oldest niece is 15. um, And just knowing, I guess, maybe how I felt at 15 or for the younger ones or just in general, never wanting them to feel, I guess. And I know it's like, Uh, impossible to be like, never want them to feel the way I felt. It's like everyone feels the way they feel regardless. Mm -hmm. But whatever platform I am able to put out there and whatever message I can, I would really love for it to be one that I would want my nieces to come across and and think is important and want to pursue the best versions of themselves. Um, So yeah, I, I... I don't know why I've I've never seen it as something I wanted to hide. There are, of course, things that I'm like, I want to be more private about. But for things that I feel like are really detrimental to help others and, and normalize, I'm very, like, it's not a thought, really. It's kind of just... Yeah. Well, because you is. know it can save people's lives, probably, is the motivation. I hope. I hope. Broad Ideas is supported by Lumi, family, friends, and Lumi whole body deodorant. These are the things I'm thankful for this year. Yep. Why? Because Lumi is a deodorant like no other. It was created by an OBGYN who discovered BO isn't just an underarm thing. Mm -mm. It's an all over thing. So she developed a pH optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to block odor everywhere. Not just your pits, but your privates, feet, and beyond. The best part, no matter where you use it, Lumi has proven to keep working for up to 72 hours. 
If three days of odor control isn't something to be thankful for, I don't know what is. I love that you can use this anywhere. I use it on my pits, but I would not be afraid to try it elsewhere and everywhere. I am loving the results. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code IDEAS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code IDEAS. Yeah. I mean, I know that for me, I suffered from alcoholism and I can say that going on medicine saved my life, period. Like there's, regardless of all the other things that were there to do, that was the one thing that saved my life. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand that they have deficiencies or um, dopamine deficiency. It's like- Yeah, it's chemical. It's not, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know? Right. What you said before, which kind of got me thinking, like looking at these people that do have these huge platforms and wondering why isn't there more attention on these things? Like, I don't know. It just made my brain kind of go, who uses their massive platforms to bring attention to these things, you know? I think it's also possible that sometimes that not everybody does suffer with, you know, some of the things maybe we suffer. And and maybe... To be honest, I think it's most important to get through to um, the older generations less Mm -hmm. than the younger generations. The younger generations are a lot more open to a lot more things. Totally. The older generations, the people who are, you know, raising those teenagers, um, their grandparents, their whatever, those are the generations that have really influenced um, their, their, you know, whatever, their kids, their grandkids against medication and Mm -hmm. against help. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm Greek and I know a lot of Greek people, the sentiment is solidly like nobody has any issues. If you have an issue, you're crazy. You're like, you're crazy, but you're just the crazy aunt or you're just the crazy, you're the crazy member of the family or like the, you know, it's always like sight unseen. It's like, we don't want to, we don't bring attention to that. We're not going to make it important or Mm -hmm. serious. And that is... I think a huge disservice, and it's not just Greek people, it's everywhere, everywhere, every community. It's just, I see it in in my family quite a bit, Um, especially the older generations. It is not, it is not something that's made like, yeah, let's get this person help. It's, it's kind of like, oh, well, you need a boyfriend. It'll pass. It'll pass. It'll pass. Yeah. You you need, you need to have a kid. You need to get married. Yeah. You know, you need to exercise a little bit more. You need to go outside. It's like, fuck going outside. Stop telling me to go outside. Like, it's like, okay, I'll go outside. I get it. Like, I understand it's important to leave my house, but leaving my house is not making me feel super fucking positive. It's not changing my outlook. It's not changing my day. It's not changing my anxiety. I'm just now spiraling in the sun. It doesn't do anything for me. Um, What are you doing? Sun spiraling. Truly, it's useless. Those those random, like, yes, it's it's very important. It's important to exercise important to get outside. It's important to go and do things and, and keep your mind occupied. But it's also important to do the things that are actually going to give you long-term success. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's really the older generations that are keeping these issues in the dark um, and and making people uncomfortable to 
share their journeys. Um, because it's like, if you have a family member that is not for, you know, mental health treatment or, or not for therapy, because there's a ton of those, um, and you tell them that you're going to therapy, it's like you immediately feel yeah. like, or I, I'm not saying that I feel this in like my extended family, but I do feel a little bit of like, oh, that's great for you. But like, they never try. Like it's like, it's solidly, solidly like, oh, that's good for you. I'm I'm glad you're, you know, feeling better. But even if they needed it, it would be like, but I don't need it. But I don't need it. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm going to go like, in the sun. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I'm going to go in the sun. And yeah. it's like, maybe that's true. You know, maybe, maybe that's true for you. Yeah. Maybe well, that's, that's the thing is you. maybe it is. And I think those things work for people that aren't incredibly sick at the time or suffering. Sure, absolutely. Because like- they're like, do yoga, exercise, go in the sun, go to therapy. Da, da, da. I did all those things, every single thing that was suggested and was still suffering. Mm. Yeah. And so you, those things are great for normal people. <laughs> they help, you know, and they help for people that are mentally ill too, but sometimes it takes more. And for sure, it's not that simple. Like you just need more vitamin D. Yeah. I mean, like for me, you know, all mental health and everything, I kind of went a lot of my life without dealing with any of it, you know, for what people do for whatever reason. But then like a few years ago, I, you know, started to have certain things like, you know, depression or a lot of anxiety or obsessively spiraling over things. And it was like newer as I got older and it was something I never dealt with until much later in life. But it is interesting. It's just but especially in what we also said before, like with the youth and and how it, relevant it is, but they are more talking about it and there is more openness and schools are offering, you know, counseling for it. And especially after the pandemic and, and helping kids come out of it. So I think that there is great progress with it, but it's, it's you're right though, like generationally, it is a different thing. I don't know. It's just been this kind of, for me, like having not had it before and then being, dealing with it more now. I'm like, but I, but I was like fine before. So mm-hmm. like, why do I need to fix it now? Like I can just be fine. Right. Yeah. And then like the cycle, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's a little exhausting. <laughs> it comes out in mysterious ways. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it just comes out and like you have a panic attack and you're, you know, it could be causing you GI issues. It could be causing you like so many things can be the reason for so many other things. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, you know, the blackout is real. The like telling yourself that something that happened is not important and pushing it away just because you're like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I did that all through high school. I literally like, full, I, like all through high school, I was like, you know, screw everything else. I'm good. I'm like, you know, whatever. My trauma is in the past. I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then in my, like I turned 21 and I was like, no, I'm not good to go. I'm really not good to go. Mm. Like I had one thought and one thought crumbled my whole existence. One Mm. thought was like, oh no, you don't get to do those years again. You don't get to do your childhood again. It's done. And it was one of those random thoughts of like, duh, like, duh, everyone knows every year passes. You don't get to do that year again. It's mm-hmm. it's not like, it's a very basic thought. That very basic thought crumbled me. Like I just couldn't 
accept the fact that like mm. what happened happened wow. yeah. and I'm never going to no get a do-over. Wow. No, no do-over. Like it, like my childhood was what it was and it's never, I'm never getting a do-over. Like that's it. Like yeah. this is the age that I'm always going to keep moving up from and I'm never going to get to change that history. And it was like, it's a simple idea. It's very simple. It's like, duh, we all know this. That simple thought crumbled me. It really like, it took me into a place of like, everything flooded back to me, everything. Memories I had so far back, I just randomly, they kept coming to me. And it really like, yeah, it took me out. Like in high school, I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel any of those things. Like even 19, 20 out of high school, I was just having a good time, whatever. And then like 21, still so young so young, it all just, it flooded me hard with one simple thought. Wow. So it's kind of like, don't, I always tell people like, don't wait until, and also you don't have to go to therapy and seek help just if you've had a traumatic event happen in your life. Like things happen every day that are Mm -hmm. like, you could have had an absolutely incredible childhood and still have things carried over from your parents that like weren't great. Although Uh, you had all the love and attention and whatever and like, but you still have these little things that have impacted your life greatly. Go to therapy. It's awesome to have a person, you know, and I mean, if you're, if therapy is available to you, because I also know that it can be a luxury for Mm -hmm. some people. So I do understand that for sure. Um, But if it is available for you, take that time. And I think it's so important that they're doing this in schools where they are, implementing like mental health checks and Mm -hmm. and having that be more of a part of the curriculum. And I know a lot of parents are, they get really outraged by that. And they're like, that's what I do at home. But what I think is like, your kid is at school for what, eight, nine hours a day? That's eight or nine hours you're not with them in a very stressful situation. Mm. You're worrying about your grades, but you're also worrying about your social life. You're worrying about how you're being perceived, what you're doing, what you're not doing, what friends you have, what friends you don't have, why. You're going through so much (laughs) in those nine hours that like you're not getting support at home because you're not home. Because you're not home. The people around you. You're with the people around you. And those people are incredibly important as well to have support from. It's not just like, you know, you build your character at home. You don't. You are away for eight, nine hours a day if you're not homeschooled. But like those programs are so important. It is not just your parents that teach you. When Mm -hmm. you go to real school, it is everyone around you. You need support there. You need people who are like, and I'm like, if there's a professional there that's willing and like able to also support and assist my child when I am not there, great. Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. That's so great. Right. Um, But yeah, it's giving kids tools too, you know, it's like, that's the whole thing. Which is why we're all in this mess to begin with. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's because most of us were not raised with tools. It's very rare for an adult to have been raised with proper tools to dealing with mental health, social, emotional learning, all of it, even as far as like what you eat affecting your mental health. And like you were saying, your gut, like it's all connected. And if you don't, have people bringing attention to it and talking to children about it, how you literally are what you eat and they're feeding, oh, what they feed the kids and then expect them to have good mental health makes no sense. It really doesn't. It's like, there's so many problems in it. And when they changed the food that Michelle Obama implemented, I was so disappointed because like what we're just going to put back the, the, shitty fake cheese pizza that is like 
you know, I mean, no wonder everybody looks at America and goes, hmm. <laughs> always, what are you eating? Right. Like, what is in that? Like, is that food? Yeah. Why is everybody so immobile and like unable to function in a lot of ways, not just physically, but just in general. Like right. what is going on here? Why do we have so many rates of so many different things that a lot of countries don't have? And it's like, well, because we are addicted. not eating right. No. And again, I'm not trying to say that like I eat right. I don't. Me neither. Absolutely. I am consuming all of the things that are not real food. I totally understand. So I'm not out here judging anybody. Yeah. Um, but I am saying it's like when I go visit other countries and I eat the food there, I go, this tastes real. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Right? I feel <laughs> this alert. Like what I feel no, like. it's this a, is what it is. I know. <laughs> it's like bread and they get their fresh bread all the time. And ours have like, has so much shit in it to keep it fresh. But also like their meat, their like, meat, everything is so everything. <laughs> they don't have like those fucking dyes and chemicals. Like they're banning Skittles finally here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all these it's things. Crazy. You're like, oh, like we've been putting that in our bodies our whole lives. Yeah. I'm wondering why and we I still feel... am. I'm not saying I'm not. But no, like hundred percent same. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And you, you know, and you try to do it. And especially we have kids, you know, and so you try but still it's like it's not like it's not going in. Well, maybe for you it is. Well, I can't give my kids that much, but you can give them Skittles. Uh, yeah, I can give them skills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I do understand the parents that like work really hard to make sure that like the only things their their kids eat are healthy and like healthy sugars. And I totally understand that. But I'm also like Halloween comes up and like, what are you going to give your kid? Like a, a strawberry? Like yeah. it's like, come on. Right. Like, it's no. like, you right. know, they go trick or treating and they get their freaking candy and the thing. And like, I get it. It sucks. Like it's bad. But like at the same time, like. Yeah. You got to let them live. It is what it is. Like you got to, you, you got to live a little. It's like, then they're going to get older. And what if they're like, now I want to, I want to drink a Diet Coke all day, every single day. And it's like, oh yeah. God. Yeah. That's horrible. Right. Yeah. This whole world is fucked up. It is. It's so fucked up. When I was a kid, I used to make friends with people based on what they had to eat at their house. <laughs> I would, because my mom wouldn't get like the Important. sugar cereals and stuff. And so I'd be like, that girl, she's got Pop-Tarts. She's got <laughs> she's my bestie. Hot Pockets. I'm going there. You know, <laughs> you'll find like it. You've got to, you know, it's like you exposure therapy. You got to have a little bit. Well, I think yes. it's balance in all the areas that I matters. I agree. Right? For sure. Yeah. Because I'm always of the mind of that, you know, like when the kids are like, they're not allowed to have any sugar, any screen no, time. No, that's going to mess, mess them up. I'm not judging like everyone has a right to do what they choose, just like you were saying. But I do think that it might create something down the line. So someone did send us something. Um, I should share it with you. They sent us something about screen time and teenagers and the suicide rates. Hmm. And that how now scientifically, and I'm going to botch this, but basically the gist of it was that there's actually evidence now that the more exposure to screen time, the higher suicide rate they have. Interesting. And so I was like, no screens. I like came in the house. I was like, no screens. <laughs> it lasted like a screens day. Screens are gone. Screens are gone. Nobody look at the screen. But I will say, I think that we are all being programmed Anytime we look at our screen, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, podcasts, television, it's just programming. And so these kids are being programmed with something that is causing them to be in pain. And I do think that needs to be looked at because that's 
Like, what are they being programmed with? Yeah. It's disassociation. Yeah. It's disassociation from reality. And and people dissociate when they go through trauma. And even if you're not going through trauma and you're watching screens, you're not living. You're not. You're like, and again, I love watching TV, not judging anyone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I can imagine it's kind of like, it is an absolute addiction for especially like elementary school kids. Oh, it's like completely. the iPad. Like, I, And again, I understand that there's some instances where it's like, you need to put that iPad in front of you because I need to take a freaking nap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, that part. I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine, yeah, the effects of always being sucked into not real life has to be really hard when you then go out into real life and things don't happen the way they might happen in your, you know, romance movie or things don't right. happen the way they happen in, in this. And it's like, you kind of get caught up in these things that you see that you're like, oh, my life's supposed to go like this or, oh, I have to avoid this or, oh, whatever. And then you get in a situation where you're like, oh my God, this is real life. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, yeah. And I think that's what happens like with teenagers with porn too is like, yeah. and again, I'm not, I'm not against anything. If you're consenting and you want to do it, go for it. Do you? Mm -hmm. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm really not against it. I just think sometimes when I think about young people and what they're exposed to and what they see um, so early on, like even myself, it, it taints the real experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of is like, oh, wait, is this really what it is? Or like, right. oh, wait, am I supposed to be doing yeah. this? Oh, wait, am I supposed to be liking this? Right. And then it just alters who you are instead of you naturally finding out you. Yeah, absolutely. So I can imagine the mental health effects it would have um, in the future. I try to use mental health instead of mental illness because even though mental illness doesn't bother me, a lot of people don't like the word illness. Illness. And yeah. I get that. You know, I, get I respect too. that. Me too. I get yeah. it too. It like, feels like negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and well, like I said, while it doesn't bother me that like, yeah, I have mental illnesses, it doesn't bother me. It does, I feel like, keep people from seeking help or like yeah. keep people from being open about it because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be labeled as ill. So I try to use mental health that like maybe you're not in great mental health or that because, you know, it's like we want to say the same thing with our body too. It's like we're not in the greatest physical health. We don't want to be like, you know, whatever. Um, so I try, I try to use that as much as possible. But yeah, I mean, I can see how it would affect that greatly in the future. There's so many things that you see too, like when you look at how kids play these days and like how they grow up and the skills they know versus, you know, somebody who didn't grow up with an iPad and like mm -hmm. was outside and like learned this or learned a trade. And now we're, you know, just learning yeah. what we're learning on the iPad. My nieces would watch other kids play with the same toys they had on YouTube. And I was solidly wow. so confused. I was like, you have this toy. <laughs> Why are you watching this person play with a toy that you could be playing with? Yeah. And they were, I mean, they, they loved still it. watch things. Yeah, they we had to ban like that because it was so addicting. They wanted so to watch bizarre. kids play with toys and we're like that. We we finally were like, you're only allowed to watch YouTube if it's educational. So whether mm -hmm. it's a learning, science, whatever it is. And they're equally addicted to that now. But before they wanted to watch kids open toys. I Not even so play weird. with them, just open, open them. them. I find it so weird. It because is it's weird. Like you see, but you say that, that and I'm like, I, I want to see what toys they got. I don't. <laughs> No, but I'm like, you yeah. know, I understand 
like how, what they're drawn to. But I don't support, like, I mean, my daughter never watched those. Yeah, um, you're lucky because it's a thing. They get it is such addicted a thing. to it. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's kind of like adults watching like makeup tutorials, though. I guess yeah. it's something. However, I do see a difference because it's like if you're watching a makeup tutorial, like you're learning how to do do your makeup. But like if you're watching a kid play with a toy, it's like, I don't think it's that hard to figure out, you know, how to open a box and play with, you know, yeah. Right, so what it, but I'm just so, like, how did that even... It's very complex, right? Yeah. yeah. There is literally a market for everything. Yes. I don't I don't think there's there's anything out there that doesn't have somebody who would watch it. So Yeah, and when yeah. I ask my kid what he wants to be when he grows up, he says a YouTuber. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's what he's saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. A YouTuber. Yeah. He yeah. makes YouTube videos for himself because <laughs> we won't let him have a YouTube channel. But that's yeah. like his he passion. Has a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, they yeah. all do. They yeah. all do, I'm sure. I remember the photo booth days. I saw this one hilarious Instagram reel. I'm not going to lie. I cried. I like, like cried laughing. Um, it was like um, preteens today and preteens before. And it was like these two kids that literally looked 12. They looked their age. They were like in their super awkward phase um, in front of the photo booth on the computer and that were making the most, like the weirdest videos for themselves, like the photo booth thing. Yeah. I totally related to that. And then there's like these two girls that, I mean, probably look older than me without makeup. Um, and <laughs> we're doing this dance like, and I was like, I'm blown away. Like I was so the the 12 year old dancing in front of the thing with like making really embarrassing videos like by myself, like not looking like I was so awkward. And and these girls are like, it's crazy. It's just crazy to see the difference um, in what childhood looks like yeah. in that way. Now it looks it's different to what it did before. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so and weird. You're a lot younger than us, but still even for you, like, you know. It's weird. Yeah. It is weird. It's so weird. Because I did, I was awkward and ugly at that age. Like, I just was. Like, and honestly, I appreciate it. I so appreciate it. Like, it's like, I I look at it and I'm like, I so appreciate that. Um, because it's just, it. it's the different phases of your life and like the way everyone grows and changes. And I'm like damn. It's also, it's also different for you being that you did that in the public eye. Oh my God. The worst. I mean, that's the absolute worst. How old were you when you got on the show? I was 11. You were 11? That's directly in my awkward phase. Oh, directly right there. That is so That is I was right in it. (gasps) So young. My God. I was right in it. I like, I started real awkward. I developed real fast. I got um, absolutely obliterated on the internet um, for getting older and for having a curvy body. And, and it was like, I was a fat slut. I was like, whatever. It's crazy. It's crazy to see what adults will say to children online. Are you kidding? Um, How do you get through that? Not even the predatory way, but in the way, I mean, I guess it is predatory, but not in that way, but in the different way of like, Seeing a like a fifty-five-year-old woman or fifty-five-year-old man online being like, 
you know, oh my God, she looks so fat and ugly right now. She looked so different before. Or like, oh my God, why is she dressed like a slut? And it's like, guys, I am going through, I'm going through it and I have to go through it in front of you. And like, you are just, it's, it's also crazy to see what the internet turns people into because I know damn well that person's not going to say that to my face. Right. Never. I know damn well they're not going to say that to my face. Absolutely. There's no, they probably take a picture. There's no chance that they're going to call me a fat slut to my face at 13. Um, but God. it's, it's yeah, growing up, yeah, growing up in the public eye was not it. Definitely not. I mean, now for the like, you know, 13-year-olds that look way older, that look maybe the way I looked when I was 18, like, sure, that's, that's definitely, it's definitely different. Everyone still gets bullied and, and, you know, goes through their things. But like, yeah, I went through the like typical awkward phase in front of everybody who was not not forgiving, not That's polite. So horrible. It feels like they, like the show came out and they picked a target and I was an easy target because I had a lot going on in my life. And like, and it's funny too, I had so much going on in my life that like you would think they wouldn't. They'd have compassion. Yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. And yet it was like, no, 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 no. Let's pile it on. Let's go. Let's so like really up. target. Um, I don't yeah, get how you so deal with that. I don't. I feel like that is so... Like the mother in me wants to I know. mama bear up and it <laughs> it absolutely slays me that anyone would do that to a child. Yeah. Me too. A child. Or a teenager. You're or a, child. An adult, you were a child. But you were a or child anyone. or anyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But but you know, obviously we know your backstory and what you were going through behind the scenes with your own family. And what you needed more than anything was love and support. And like it it makes me a little emotional when I think about what you're getting in those ketamine treatments now, because it's like you've cultivated that for yourself. And that is that holding of the hand while you relive your trauma is something that you needed. You needed someone to hold your hand through these things. And yet you were faced with the opposite from the world. And that's evil. I agree. It's honestly, I just can't imagine like, I can't imagine in general, anyone even maybe not going through that just to say that to somebody and really like have no thought of what that might do to them, you know, when they see it and they read through the comments. And obviously I know negative comments are like psychological, psychologically, people focus on them more Mm -hmm. than the positive comments, which is so disappointing. It's like, obviously, you know, I had a lot of very positive comments as well. Um, But yeah, the negativity was deafening and honestly from the media too. Mm. And it's hard to like think about it now. And it's like, I do interviews with a lot of these people. And a lot of these people are the ones who are also, you know, circling that rhetoric about me. Have you ever Um, called them out? No, because I, yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm like, really who are they? More, yeah. <laughs> I don't really need more like conflict. Like, it's just not worth it. It yeah. is what it is. Like I'm an adult now and it's like, I have to deal with my own things. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be like, you reposted someone's comment about the, and it's like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah not it. Yeah. Um, and the media is getting called out more now for yeah. what they say, especially about kids. So, you know, if there was something that I really want to put out there, but they're really the least, they're at the bottom of my list, like way at the bottom of my list yeah. of, mm-hmm. of the things that I, I work through. So I'm kind of like, whatever, but yeah, it is pretty crazy to see, um, 
the audacity really that people will have um, for children. And a lot of times it's the people who are really stuck on the like save children that are out here doing the most against. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely pretty crazy. Yeah, I I definitely I don't recommend um child acting. It's definitely yeah. not like my kids will probably not be actors. Um not probably won't be. Right. So um unless you know they want to be in their teens, that's diff- if they really want it and you know, but they're going to have to not be like missing a bunch of school. They're going to go to school. They're going to have like, it's going to be bottom of the list Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And definitely not so like out here for everyone. It really is like, yeah, the amount of, and I mean, I get so much hate and death threats now for a lot of my political views. And I'm like, you know what, whatever, like it, like it is what it is. Like, what am I going to, I'm not going to focus on your negative comment to me because quite honestly, we have so much other shit going on in this world that is so fucking dark that you can take a backseat with your negative ass comment. Like, (laughs) you know, whatever. You're not interested in what I have to say. To be honest, I don't fucking care because I'm not interested in what you have to say. So it's like... Right. Same Z's. As yeah, as an adult, I've kind of like moved on a little bit more to where I'm like, yeah, cool. You don't, I mean, you don't like it. That's cool. I don't like what you have to say. Like solidly, like it's a solid, like two-way street of Mm -hmm. like, get the fuck off my page. Um, Right. Get the fuck off my like message requests. Um, I know. It's so weird to say that I would prefer a dick pic in my DMs than like one of those negative things because at the same time, it's like the negative thing you can go past the dick pic is like, why? (laughs) (laughs) It's solidly like, what did you think you were getting from this? Like at least the negative comment, were you thinking I was going to respond and like get into a fight with you? Like the dick pic, what were you thinking? Were you actually thinking I was going to look at it and be like, oh my God, I have to respond to this guy. Please call me. It's like, what? yeah, like please send me more. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I feel like as a um, joke, you should just like solely respond to like dick pics. <laughs> no, don't oh say God. that because now she's going to get an influx. Oh, sorry. Okay. Dude, sorry. I don't look at my message. I, I will be honest. Sometimes okay. I look at my message requests and see some funny fucking shit. Yeah. I will see some funny <laughs> shit that is like crazy to me that I cannot imagine ever sending to somebody. I mean, I can't even imagine having a straight face sending some of these messages to somebody while I'm online. Oh. Um, and and I will just, I'll screenshot some of them and I'll really like, I'll just send them to my friend group chat and we'll just like, I mean, die laughing because I cannot believe some of the things that people really, I mean, dead ass, like they have to be straight faced sitting in that like, and you're like, Wow. Like you felt so, you felt bold. Like honestly, that's a level of confidence. That's a level of confidence that like, honestly, maybe I'm aspiring to have. Like obviously not sending a dick pic to anyone, (laughs) but like the level of confidence to not know somebody and solidly like send someone in the public, like be laying there, be in the shower, whatever, and be like, you know what? Today's the fucking day. She needs to see this. Today's the day. There is a day. She needs to see me. Right. It's like crazy. I know. And I think I'm going to see it and like message back and be like, oh yeah, is amazing. Like that's a level of confidence I think maybe I'm going to work on in my next session. Yeah. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be like, you know what? I need I the need confidence of that confidence. random ass guy that is Unsolicited. sending a dick pic to my DMs. 
It's, so unsolicited. Oh my like God. so insanely unsolicited. And what disgusts me most is a lot of the guys that are sending that, all their profile pictures are them with their wives and kids. <gasps> and it makes me so upset. To be honest with you, it is the most disgusting <sighs> thing about the so dick pic foul. messages. Is it, it's like, look, once you've seen a dick, you've seen a dick. It's like whatever. But like the, oh when you God. see the the profile pictures of the people who are sending these things, it's like I just want to screenshot the message and like find their page and be like, hey, you need to check on your mans <gasps> because he's he's being nasty. Yeah. Um, people have done that because to it's crazy. People. Yeah. It's like, crazy. It's like, yeah. It's like, dude, you have your like 13 year old daughter in your profile picture and you're straight up sending me a dick pic right now. And like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, it's like you're there with your wife and your mom in your picture. Like, what are you doing? How, how could they be so um, confident that someone wouldn't do that? Especially you know what I mean? in the public eye. Like, it would be so easy for you to put them on blast. Oh, maybe you won't see it. But then I'm like, why are you sending it if you think I won't see it? Right. What's the point here? They think they have a chance. I think they think they, I I think that it's like gambling. They're like, they get that feeling like I could win. I guess. You know? Well, I mean, there is public exposure that people get like, really, really. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's DM public exposure that's really getting them. I don't know. But yeah, it's the most disgusting when you see the profile picture and you're like, you, and then you look at their page and it's like, wholesome. their wedding photos and how like special their relationship with their wife is. And I'm like, and you wonder why trust is so low. Right. Like, it's like, you wonder why trust is so low. But it also like, brings up like the smoke and mirrors of Instagram or whatever. You know what I mean? So crazy. Everything looks so great. Everyone looks so happy. Everyone looks so skinny. Everyone looks so pretty. <laughs> Everyone's looking so amazing. And then it's like you wake up in the morning and look like a normal person. And you're like, yeah. like this is probably the first time I put on makeup in a long time. Um, but it's like you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, looking very very aggressively average today and loving yeah. this for me. And it's like, <laughs> then you look on there average. and then there's somebody like, you know, there's like some model on, on that pops up on my Instagram page. And I'm like, wow, you just wake up like that, you know, or oh, like seeing yeah. like people being like, I broke down and ate carbs during COVID. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. That's crazy. And oh it's like, God. you think about it and you're like, you're like, damn. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And then it's like, I post a picture on Instagram and I'm like looking cute. And then like my next picture, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post like not looking cute. I'm going to post my like aggressively average vibe. Um, But it's like the majority of people are not posting. They're just like normal shit. Yeah. Um, I get so many comments on my pictures that are like, oh, we miss your old boobs or like, <gasps> where's the ass? And I'm like, what? look, I'm no longer in high school where I want to post my ass. Okay. Right. When I was in high school or graduated, yeah, I wanted to post my ass a little we bit. All I was did. feeling it. I was feeling it. Like I was feeling myself. I wanted to post my ass. Leave yeah. me alone. I'm not posting my ass anymore. Like it's like, All the comments, it's just crazy. The internet is crazy. Social media is crazy. If I didn't have to be on social media, I probably wouldn't be on social media. Right. Because I don't really know how to be me on social media Mm. at all. Because I always feel like it's so hard to be yourself through the internet. Right. And I don't like to take a picture or a video of everything I do every day. I don't like it at all. I get up and I don't do anything in my day. Yeah. It's work. It's like, I don't sit in my day and like... uh, Look, mad respect to people who have those great ideas all day and like put in the effort for that. I don't. Nope. So it's solidly like I'm sitting on my couch, I'm going to the grocery store, I'm playing with my dogs. Like I'm just, I don't ever sit there and get an idea where I'm like, ooh, 
let me do this. Right. I tried to make a cooking video and it was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. How cute. <laughs> I struggled. It was like the lighting was horrible. I was like, you know, everything was not going right. And I was like, damn, all these like 15 second videos I see of people making things. Like I have so much more respect for it now of like how long this took me. To yeah. like have to angle the camera to see the onion, to have to <laughs> angle the camera to see like how much cayenne I'm putting in. Like it's like, it's so crazy to see these like, you know, to live your life on the internet Oof. like that. And I think I appreciate a little bit of not that. Like I like going to Vegas and sitting at like a blackjack table or like a craps table and like wearing a hat and just being on my vibes. Like I enjoy... <laughs> You know, I enjoy just like, and if somebody asks, like, are you that girl from Modern Family? I'll be like, yeah, I'm that girl from Modern Family. Um, and, you know, if they keep talking and they're like drunk and annoying, I'll just go to a different table. I'll yeah. just live my best life. Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> by myself, just looking normal and not like somebody would be like, oh my God, it's that girl from social media. But, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Again, no shame. No, no, no. It just occurs to certain people differently. Right. Like, I, we have friends that are like, Absolutely. oh, and you'll get the picture. And we're like, huh? Yeah. Like it doesn't occur to my brain. No, we have certain friends that like only think through the lens of Instagram. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's a different, it's a different skill No, it's set. like your brain doesn't work that way. It's no. a different lifestyle. Like it really it is. is a Completely. It is. It's, it's a, a lifestyle of feeling comfortable with that. Like yeah. it's feeling comfortable with everyone seeing everything and- I don't know. Maybe, I, I guess maybe because I was so young when everyone started seeing everything, maybe that tainted it to where I got older and I was like, no. And maybe there's some people, obviously, that, you know, maybe like attention in a different way. And again, no shame. Right. Like, yeah. good for you. There's so much money to be made in that. And that's not me saying that I'm not going to try to make money in that. Like, sure. I, you know, like, I'm not opposed to being an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, some people are so damn good at it. And I'm like, good for you, you know? Yeah. Get that, like, get that vibe. But you you're know? so good at being yourself. And you're so good at being authentic and relatable in a way that, to me, is comforting and refreshing. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you're not curated in it. In any of it. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. I think on Instagram, it's hard for me with the pictures and the videos because it is kind of like hard to, but when I do talk to somebody like on this forum or yeah. when I really get to like explain what, I don't know, the things that I feel, it's, yeah. it's hard to do that on an Instagram video. It's hard to do that through an Instagram picture. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to like really be yourself because things are so short. Right. But it's also like a lot of the time if you're doing it, it's like you're talking to yourself. So it feels so weird in a way. Like if you're like, you're having a conversation with your camera to yourself. And so it, it's, it's true. Have you ever done that? Well, like I've tried. It's like, oh, people do it all the time. Like they'll talk to the camera and they'll post their video or whatever. And if you're trying to be like, okay, you guys, this just happened. Like, da -da -da. I can't. And I just it, it doesn't I feel do it. I never feel authentic. No. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this is weird. And then you never post it or whatever because it just feels I'm like this I've, I know looks weird I got pushed to do two of those where I talked to the camera and I was like this is the most uncomfortable thing it's I've awkward. ever done in my life <laughs> like it's just weird but other people they're just like hey guys and I this is what I want to share I'm like, I want to watch your life right now and I'll fully follow their all their videos of them talking and like going through it and I'm like oh my god like okay and what water bottle like didn't melt ice you know like I'm following their journey because yeah. I want to know yeah. And I'm so yeah. impressed with it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> Again, it's like whatever. We respect. We respect. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy we respect. it. I enjoy watching it. I just can't do it. I do too. But then honestly, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I need to redo my kitchen. And I need to, it does bring up all the I need tos. Like yeah. well, what kind of things are they using? Oh, I suck because I still have a plastic bottle or I don't know. It just brings up a lot. It does. It doesn't make I me mean, feel we good. We all compare ourselves. We yeah. all compare ourselves to oh, everyone, constantly. like even family members. Like that's why there's like, so it's obviously we would be comparing ourselves to the person who has a much more organized kitchen than me. I totally get that. Like when I see the bedrooms that look like nobody lives in it, I'm like, how do you not live in here? Like I, I my bedroom does not look like this. Like, why are you, why is this so clean? I'm like, what's yeah. going on here? Like, and right. I'm a clean person, but it looks like nobody lives here. And then you see they have like 10 dogs too. And you're like, what happened here? Like, yeah. Why am I, you know, I put so much effort into cleaning and my house looks clean, but like, what the hell? do you not live in this house? Like, That's it's like, yeah, saying. I totally get that. There's comparison all the way around. I mean, We've all fallen prey to comparison. I think it's kind of, I mean, I think the nature of social media and media and all this in general is to make you compare yourself and, and I know companies use it to Mm. get their products sold and whatever. So it kind of is like, kind of is like the norm of what is is. being put to us. Yeah. It's fucked up. You know, but that's why I like TikTok better. I haven't gone down the TikTok tube. I yeah. haven't really either. Ugh. I've seen some things that like, I get sent funny TikToks and I like them. I get really drawn in. This is so stupid. I get really drawn into like people's like relationship drama online. Like I was, <laughs> I like check Facebook for people's birthdays or something. And I scroll past this like reel or something. And it was this woman and it was so dramatic. And I was like, I can't even believe it. And it was one of those things. It was like, I think... It was like a Mormon wife that maybe had, I couldn't tell if she had sister wives or not. And I was like, and she looked really young and like was dressed like me. like And I was like, oh my God. And I was like scrolling through a thing. I shit you not. I scrolled for like three hours, went to the bottom of her page. Like I watched every single video trying to figure out everything I could about her life. I was like, wait, are they sister wives? Are they not? And then I like scrolled through the thing. And then I was like, oh my God, is she divorced? And then I was like, oh my God. And again, I did not care at all. Like I did not, like I wasn't like looking at her divorce. Like, oh my God, she got divorced. Like I was like, is she divorced? I was like, oh wait, are they still friends? I was like, right. oh, wait, does she have any boyfriend? I was solidly, like, I was so engrossed in something. And, and I was so upset with myself because I was like, what are you doing? Like, right. I was I was so upset with myself. I was like, and on Facebook, nonetheless, like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, we all, yeah, it's like detective mode, though, what right? What am I doing? I know. Yeah. yeah we I was go into solidly a hole. so upset with myself. I was solidly <laughs> so upset with myself because I was like. Did she have sister wives? See, now I need to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Apparently Dude. not. Apparently not. So I guess they like. Apparently not. I guess they were all just like friends, but then hmm. they were also swingers. But then it was oh, also like, I, see, dude, see, I, got I need so to know. I would have been hooked. I, it was as soon as I saw like the swingers and like they weren't like, and then it was like, they were all talking about it. And then it was like so dramatic. She was like, you want to release the truth? I'll release the truth. And I was like, oh my God, what is the truth? And I was so, I was so sucked in and I was so upset with myself because I was like, I should not be like this because people probably scroll through my shit. Like, what is the truth? And I'm like, oh my God. I know. And I was that person and I was so upset with myself. Oh my God. Um, I do it all the time. There's like a family that have like 12 adopted kids and some biological kids and then then I saw she was only making 10 lunches now. And I'm like, what happened to the other two kids? What so are the I'm other like, kids? Oh, where are the other kids? 
And so I like start scrolling and reading and looking and I didn't get an answer, but I spent like a solid hour trying to figure this out. It's yeah. crazy. You know? Yeah, I want to know where the kids are. Where are the kids? Where are the, where kids? Are the kids? I don't know. And, and the crazy thing is they probably just became adults. They were they just, the they just really turned 18. For no they were 100%. Yeah. They like don't live at home anymore. Yeah. No, they, yeah, were, they were totally 18. Yeah, 100%. Very simple, very simple <laughs> explanation. But you know, especially so like simple. late at night in bed and scrolling, like for some reason, your brain is instantly on that detective mode, obsessive attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is oh, that? Yeah. I don't know. At night, this one over here <laughs> sends me. <laughs> Only at night, I know that she's in bed because I'll start getting TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> Just random it. videos from TikTok. Here's what I like about it. <laughs> Because of the algorithm feeds you what you're interested in, right? So I'll just get like really funny best friend memes that nail it each time. <laughs> I what, love it. Yeah. And what I like about it, it's not like people showing their perfect life. It's not people you know. So it's like right. there's no compare and despair. It's just like funny dead on shit where you're like, that's us. That's us. That's us. Or it'll feed me some like really crazy mysteries that haven't been solved. So right. I'm like, <laughs> that or Dolores Cannon, like weird alien shit. So I'm in. <laughs> I feel good. I feel you. I feel good in that zone. I'm I not like, like where's shit. my kitchen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my best friend like the weirdest shit. Like there's this one account that does, I mean, nothing makes sense. It is the stupidest shit. <laughs> and I cry every time. I laugh so hard. And I, I, I send like hundreds of these messages and our responses back to every message were so stupid. It'll be like inspiring, rational, or just like things that are so <laughs> bizarre. It's like a person standing in like high-heeled Crocs, but in like a prison jumpsuit and they're like standing next to a toilet, but in the jungle. And it's like, and it, there's some weird caption that is like, you know, is life this? And it's, and it, and I'm laughing so hard and I send it to my best friend. We're both laughing so hard. And then I like show it to my boyfriend. He's like, it's funny. And I'm like, mm, right. that was not what I was looking for. Oh my God. Don't you hate that though? When something's so funny and then for. you share it and they just. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It is honestly. Such a letdown. I was watching this girl's, this is one thing. My best friend came and visited me and I was watching this girl's um, TikTok page. We were scrolling for like two hours. He showed me her page and we went all the way down and she had me dying of laughter because she was kind of like deadpan like I can be. And she was just very matter of fact. And um, okay. we were just crying. And I went to bed and I was laying next to my boyfriend. I was like, babe, 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 look at this girl. I was like, she's so funny. I like played a video that I had solidly, he and I were me and my best friend were crying, laughing on the couch outside. I mean, solidly, like could not breathe. Like we're just not, not living. Yeah. And, um, and my boyfriend looked at the video and, and he chuckled like a small, like oh, small amount. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm upset. <laughs> I was like, what was the reaction to that? I was like, did you not like, did you do that on purpose? Like, did you not find it that funny? And he was like, no, no, it's funny. And I was like, no, no, no. But like, it was really funny. Yeah, so what do you, you like, what is the... Like you should, like we were sobbing. Like, what do you, what is, this, what is this reaction? And he was like, no, babe, you guys just, you know, your humor's just a little bit, you guys really find certain things funny. And I was like, mm, okay. I was like, right. But like, I'm feeling not right about this, that you solidly are not, like you just gave a small chuckle. Like, right. and, and it felt forced too. Like it felt like he knew he had to audibly laugh a little bit. And so it was like a small, like audible giggle. And oh, I felt no. pretty like, I didn't feel right about it. Like yeah. it felt like a little bit, like I was, I was, I was honestly like, I was pretty offended. I didn't know what to it's say. It's like sleeping but... with the enemy. 
I just was like, what is up with you? Yeah. I was like, why, why are you not finding this so funny? And I just, I felt a little bit offended. And so it's hard when you like find something, when you're crying, laughing at something and you like show your boyfriend and he's like, ha that's like funny. And you're like, mm, that's not what I was looking for. No, that's not it. Now it feels like you're telling me I'm not funny and that feels not right. <laughs> Like that's, basically, right. that's basically that's basically what exactly it is. That's exactly how yes, that's how we basically take it what in. you just said to me is yeah. I'm not funny and yeah. I'm taking offense. <laughs> not right. You're so relatable. I can't handle yeah. it. I'm that's not just funny. not right. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we're just not gonna talk until the morning, I guess, because that was like that <laughs> I should be the, the funniest line. person you've ever heard. Do you continue I should be the to funniest send? person you've ever seen? Um these are things I show him in person. We live together. So it's like, I show him these things in person. So it was solidly him, like, up mildly giggling to my face. And I was like, I, like, fully turned over. And I was like, I really should be the funniest person that you have ever met. Like, I mean, everything I show you, you should be, like, crying. Like, I mean, I don't understand. And, like, I had to, like, turn over and go to sleep. But I pretty was, like, I was, like, pretty upset. I felt like it was a personal attack. Um, but, you know, I move on. Now I, like, I just keep, like... When I look at her page, I like don't even show him because honestly, you don't deserve to see it anymore. Can you share you it with us? The way I laughed. I know I need to you, see yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's really funny. She's really like, I think her name's like Mads Mitch or something. And she just lists <laughs> off these things. She has one that's like things that are embarrassing, but for no reason. And she like lists off these random things that are honestly really funny. Um, and she just says them so deadpan and straightforward. And she just like really goes into it. And, and a lot of them are like really relatable things. Like, you know, when you see somebody at a stoplight and you like make eye contact and it's like a weird like dance to like not look back at them. And you look like you're like dancing in your car. But like, if you saw me in my car, you didn't. It's like really funny. Um, and she's just so deadpan and I love her. Um, oh my yeah, God, I can't wait. Yait. Yeah, I like love I said, it it's a personal attack those. on me. Yeah, it's a personal attack yeah. on you. It's a personal it's a personal attack on me when when he doesn't laugh as hard as I laugh at, at things I show him because again, yeah, it's really it's a sign of love. Just kidding. It's not. Um no, I'm just kidding. So dramatic. So dramatic. No, so dramatic. So true. no, I get no we it. fully support it. We're exactly the same. Thank way. You. Yeah. We're like, Thank you. It's important. Yeah, it's important. Like you it's don't get so this. important. I think I feel like that should be like the enter point in a relationship. Like memes Absolutely. or whatever that you fucking think are hilarious and you send to the person you start dating. And if they don't react the same way, maybe it's a red flag. But the, like I can say my husband will flag. just like just hand me my phone back. <laughs> he, he won't even give me a fake chuckle. He'll no, just like but he, get, he, he gets, gets the, the beat. He gets the He good gets stuff. the beat for sure. But like there could be things that we get that he would be like, you guys. Yeah, well, that's true. But you there's know. also is like a code with best friends that some people maybe. It is just different. It yeah. is it just is, different. It's different. Like the humor is different. It's the different. connection is different. Yeah. And like, you know, we got to we gotta really weigh what's important. Love and support and care. I mean, he's holding your hand holding through your all hand. the treatments. Absolutely. Yes, we'll you take know, that. Love, support and care. Yes. Dying laughing at my, you know, things that I find so funny. So, you know, like it's like up here, up here, you know, I get it. I totally understand that it outweighs. It just still feels, like I said, it just still feels like a little bit of a personal attack. Yeah. Do you but find him that's funny? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the things that we, we were best friends before we started dating. No way. Um, in general. Yeah. Um, for a very long time. Um, and yeah, I always found him hilarious. He always found me hilarious. Um, yeah, that was one of the things that we definitely, we laugh a lot. We laugh a lot. That's so important. It's so just we important. don't have the same, we don't have the same humor and and like he'll in laugh TikTok. at a lot of the memes I, I repost. But like, yeah, and some of those videos like that, like he was not crying the way I was, I was crying. And I just like it, but you know, we can't all be, 
We can't all have amazing taste. So it is what it is. Just <laughs> it's kidding. reserved. Just kidding. You know, it's reserved for some of us yeah. and we understand it and that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, he can have great taste in other things. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. Oh my God. Um, yeah. You are was, just, my goodness. Such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I you love know? it. I love the mix <laughs> of you. Yeah. Totally. We were just talking got a, about that got this a lot morning. Of going on. <laughs> we were? We were talking about our favorite mix of human is someone that can go really deep and oh, yeah. really important and then just kill you with the humor yeah. and like getting the beat. Yep. That's <laughs> the well, combo. That's the combo. We're like, we don't want just, just one. Today. We can't have street. just one. No. Yeah. I feel you. It's like watching TV when you watch a show and you're like, it's like really hardcore, but then like there's some like fun in it. Yeah. It's like a break. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about this. And then it gets like really dark again and it's like really positive, you know, yeah. Yeah. those. Yeah, we need, we need little people. breaks Thanks. in the, you know. We do. We Thanks. do need little you breaks. <laughs> we need little breaks in the heaviness of the world. Oh my God, completely. Yeah, if I didn't have some humor about like my life or things I go through or just in general, I feel like if we don't have humor in tough times, it's kind of like, it's suffocating. It's sure. like, completely. you're not able to take a break from it. So I try to laugh as much as possible. I try to get the funnies out there. Through <laughs> you're the, very funny. You're very funny. <laughs> through, the, through the rough, we got to have a little bit of we got to have some giggles. We got to have some giggles. 100%. Some audible giggles. Good. Well, it was so nice to meet you and talk to you. And it's so nice to meet y'all too. You're just such a beautiful person and really oh, a breath of fresh air, like I said. So thank you for being so open and wonderful. Okay. How was everyone's Halloween? So spooky. Was it? No. You dressed oh. up as Ted Lasso? Yes, I was Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, we repurposed all of our uh, Halloween photo shoot costumes. Yeah, yours was good. It turned out <laughs> Just good. Just used exactly what we had. I, oh Vincent God. wore Vincent your little wig. in the little so tracksuit with the wig was amazing. <laughs> he kept it on surprisingly long. I had the to wig? distract him. I had to put it on and then he'd like try to grab it off. But if I distracted him, he'd forget it was there. Really but then weird. it would just slowly fall I mean, over big. his eyes. <laughs> yeah, you wore it. You guys you have know, about the same size head. I have a very big head. It's deceiving. There you go. A little information for you. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Halloween? Um, fine. Oh, you know, the kids are like really into like parents have to dress up too. And I never put thought into it. Mm. And I was that like, oh, seems shit. unlike you. <laughs> I was like, shit. And normally I have my go-to. I have like this cozy zip up onesie Minnie Mouse. But Briar's like, absolutely not. You're not doing that You've again. You've used that before, mom. Yeah, yeah. She's like done with that. And so I had to throw something together within like five minutes. So I had like a cowboy hat, some overalls, plaid shirt, cowboy boots, called it a day. It was not that epic. Yeah, we dressed up and then nobody knew what I was. And Jeff's like, babe, I got to be honest with you. You just look like a hooker. Oh, <laughs> so, well, that's to be fair, that's kind of what her character looks like. And it? I said, thank you. I was like, so you'd pay for it is what you're saying? And he was like, yes. And he was like, yeah. yeah He's cool. like, so would a lot of people on the street with your children right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, Shepherd as boss baby was epic. That was a win. That was, I shared it with anyone who I came in contact with. How good was that? <laughs> it was so good. You should have seen him walking in it too because he's got like swag. swag. He was just like boss, <laughs> boss baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And even when he took off the mask, 
we're like, what are you? And he's like, boss baby. We're like, you still are. <laughs> you still are a boss yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about? You know, my people pleasing, like neurotic tendencies. Briar is like a Halloween baby essentially, right? Because her birthday yeah. is a couple days before. And when I was pregnant, my doctor had young kids. And I remember her saying like, I really hope she doesn't come on Halloween because I want to trick or treat with my kids. So the whole time as I got closer to my due date, I was like, oh my God, please, please, please come before Halloween. I can't, my my doctor can't miss trick or treating with her kids. Like all I could think about oh, was God. my doctor instead of me. And I was so stressed about it. I was like, please, God, please, please have her come before Halloween. She actually shouldn't have said that to you. Well, she doesn't know how my brain works. I know. That's like a normal thing to say, you know, just Is in conversation. It's kind no. of stressful. Well, I don't think she said it like, I don't want to miss it. I think it. you should fire this doctor. I don't think she said I forget how she said it. I'm sure it wasn't like, oh, I can't miss trick-or-treating with my... I don't think it was that insensitive. She's like, listen, bitch. My yeah. kids listen, will bitch. never forgive me if I'm not there on yeah. Halloween. You're like, you're coming with me trick-or-treating and delivering yeah. that baby. <laughs> uh, I don't think she said it like that, but I take it like that because I take things on like that where I feel yeah. very yeah, where bad. take a fully different meaning from what was said. Always. Yeah. It's a gift. Yep. No, it's a curse. <laughs> there was something I was going to tell you guys. What? Damn it. And you forgot. Oh, there was I something forgot. we were talking about and we were like, save it. Can we talk about the surprise party we pulled off though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Story. good. What surprise party? We didn't throw the surprise party. Nadine, our fr- her husband, put together a surprise party and put Olivia and I in charge with getting the birthday girl there and keeping it a secret. Well... I would say we were put in charge of everything except for the idea of having a birthday party. And 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 here's what happened <laughs> is he said, Hey, can you guys be the people she thinks she's going to do dinner with? And we're like, Yes, got it. And then we thought he's gonna figure out all the details. We'll just tell her we're gonna go. No, Rachel and I figured out all the details oh and it I was, was so messy. It was, it was so, so messy. stressful was and so messy. messy. Like we had to figure out, okay, we're going to have to get her to this place. I'm like, well, can we say we're going to go there for dinner? He's like, no. No, 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 you can't do that. So then we're like, okay, well, we have to say another place. We're like, okay, great. Why this random place in the valley, right? So we're like, hey, you want to go to this restaurant our friend Jimmy works at? <laughs> And she's like, not really. She's like, okay, sure. And then she's like, or we could go to, you know, all these other great places. We're like, but Jimmy, but Jimmy, but Jimmy's gonna hook us up. He, they have really good mocktails. Because yeah. <laughs> like, no one drinks. That we're like, you're going for? Yeah, we're like, Jimmy's gonna hook us up though. And she must be thinking, all right, cheapos. <laughs> and we're like, okay. on mocktails. Free the, drinks at Jimmy's. Free yeah. mocktails at a random spot in the valley. Right. And then is it, so was it next door to and where she lives near it? No, and she lives in Santa Monica. So not only is like your birthday, <laughs> you have to drive across? to the valley to some random and then was the party near her house? No. It was in the valley. She lives in Santa Monica. And then we're like, meet us at this restaurant. Our in friend, the valley. In the valley. In the valley. That our friend Jimmy works at. He's going to hook us. What, is there a Jimmy? <laughs> Wait, is there a Jimmy or you made up that as well? So there is someone I know named Jimmy. Does he work there? No. no. But I was using him in my head and Rachel was using him in her head. And then... But he doesn't work there. And then we're like, okay, great. We, we're, she's going to 
meet us there. We'll put her in an Uber and we'll just put in the address while she decides to drive. So we're like, oh, fuck. fuck. Well, we How can't. are we going to get her to right. this other place? <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, picked like did, a really not, good restaurant in the Valley. So she's out. excited to go eat this homemade pasta. Like really good. Yeah. We're like, okay, so he, we're going here, which was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so. I hop in Olivia's car from the actual party. Oh, no, wait, 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 Right? Yeah, but it's to a restaurant you didn't tell you were going right. to either exactly. way. Exactly. So then I text, oh, n- n- dummy me, Jimmy doesn't work. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't work. Jimmy died five years ago. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't work there anymore. He works at this other random place. And we're like, we could go there. <laughs> we could go there. <laughs> and this was still not the place the party was at? No, it was. It is, but it's downstairs. no, but it's downstairs. It's downstairs, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, no. She's like, you guys, you guys. I filmed. <laughs> she like filmed at this location, and she was like, it is not our vibe, you guys. Like, no. <laughs> and we're like, oh fuck, what are we gonna do? And I'm like, but you guys, I'm like, I feel my people pleasing. I'm like, but I feel really bad. No, first, oh, okay, sorry, first, and you're doing so. Okay. You tell the so story. So she says, no, I don't want to go there. It's not our vibe. We're not going to like it. So we're like, Rachel's like, well, fuck. Let's just meet her at the restaurant we said we were going to meet her at. And then we'll say our table's 30 minutes behind. So you, we, You're going to intercept her before she goes to the hostess? and Yeah, correct. That's what we did. So we pull over. Oh, thank God. And we call her and we're like, the table's mi- running 30 minutes behind. So Rachel starts in with, I'm like, I feel really, really bad because Jimmy said he was going to hook us up. I feel like we should at I least go by. I can't imagine you just not <laughs> breaking she the didn't, whole point. I didn't She's, break. We start fighting. We start fighting. I'm like, but I feel really bad. But leading up to it, I was a nervous wreck. I'm like, I'm going to fucking. Okay. So, <laughs> so Jimmy at this point is at the at restaurant. the other place where she doesn't want Jimmy go. doesn't Got exist. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But he I does mean, he exists, in our mind. But he doesn't exist at this place. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I feel really bad. He was going to hook us up with mocktails. I don't want to be rude. Like, let's just go there while we're waiting for the table. And Olivia's like, why do you feel bad? Like, it doesn't, we're not, we don't need to go. Like, we're arguing. To, for her, you know. Like, in front of Nadine on the phone. And, she's, and Nadine's <laughs> like, you guys, like, I don't care. We can, like, go wherever. Like, let's just go somewhere else. Like, yeah. She's like, we could go to sushi. We could yeah. do, do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rachel's like, no. But, like, Jimmy but was going to hook us up with mocktails. mocktails. <laughs> And in, in Nadine's mind, she's probably like, I'll fucking buy you cranberry juice. Like, like I don't what? care. And yeah. it's her birthday. She's like, why the fuck? <laughs> and we're like all dressed up. Yeah. And it's like a sports bar. She's like, guys, it's really like, she's like, it's pretty much like Saddle Ranch. Like, are you sure you want to go there? So we're like, well, Rachel feels bad. Yes, we got to go. <laughs> Jimmy's there. Jimmy's there. Jimmy hooked it up. So we walk in. <laughs> And we go upstairs and we're like standing there and our party's like upstairs in a private room and like we're standing there at the bar and Nadine's just like, what the fuck are yeah, we so doing? I asked the bartenders, I'm like, where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? And they like kind of look at Olivia like, 
Uh, I don't I don't know Jimmy, but um, there's a private party like back there. <laughs> and we're like, no, we can't go in someone else's private party. <clears throat> and I'm like, but Jimmy's probably up there. <laughs> so we go up and I just fucking booked it. She and just I, books it in. And I'm like, fuck, Olivia's walking in. What if the yell surprise when you open the no, door? No, that's why I walked in and I was like, Jimmy. She opens the door going, Jimmy. <laughs> Just yelling into some stranger's party. Yes, but Nadine and I are in the hallway. And Nadine's like, I'm not fucking going into someone's private party. She's like, it's not that big out there, you guys. Like, we can't just walk in. (laughs) And I'm trying to convince her to walk in, you know? And I'm like, just fucking go. Like, we have to see Jimmy. (laughs) What, are you a chicken? Get in there. Don't fuck you. You You started balking at her? She pushed her in. (laughs) She just pushed her in. (laughs) I just pushed her because she wasn't going to go. Oh, my God. I'm dying. That was my favorite part of the whole evening. Like, out of nowhere, like, Nadine's all, like, dressed in her little outfit, like, standing in the hallway. And Rachel just fucking (laughs) chucks her into the room. She would have turned and, like, clocked you in the face. Oh, my God. It was pretty good. It was so good. Uh And then she did share with us. She was, like, in my head, I was, like, who the fuck? Is this Jimmy guy? And like, why are we chasing him? <laughs> it kills me. We were dying. Like, all, dying. we just keep texting each other, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, but Jimmy's going to give us mocktails. But she had no clue. We pulled it off. She had no yeah, Sounds like you guys nailed it. We fucking nailed it. Flawless execution. Uh, I mean, we stuck the landing. We stuck yeah, the landing. She was surprised. She had no, even when she saw everybody in the room, like her family, whatever, it still took her a second. She was like, they're having a party here? Like, it didn't <laughs> yeah. compute that it was for her. I, well, I think it worked because it was you two. If it was... Because it could have... You guys... We're fucking basket cases. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this, she was this like... This could have happened. Was a, yeah. She knows. <laughs> yeah. She's like, of course, fucking Rachel's worried about Jimmy on my birthday. Yeah, put these two insane women on, on this. <laughs> insane women. The best is that she believed you were worried about... It's we have to birthday. She's like, birthday. I don't think we should go there. It's like not the vibe. And Rachel's like, but Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> I know it's your birthday, but I really want those. And Olivia mockers. keeps going, text Jimmy. Where is he? Text Jimmy. I'm like, I think I don't know. <laughs> it's oh one God. of my favorite moments we've ever had. It was pretty epic. It was pretty good. We were like cackling. Yeah, but you pushing her. I mean, I pushed her. Like yeah. Nadine is one of our closest friends. However, we have not known each other that long. No, now you're like real friends. We're when like you push buckets. a friend. When you push was a friend, it, what kind of door was it? Well, like saloon doors that you just threw her through, or no? It the was... door was open at that point because I okay. walked through. The wasn't best part it? is like I was like here and I could see the people that she would automatically recognize and be like, "Those are my people." And I'm like looking, <laughs> they're looking at me, and she's not coming in, and I'm like. <laughs> she said she saw Jeff. She saw his face and then she saw him hide behind some <laughs> random dude and it didn't even register. She was kind of like, is that Jeff hiding behind that and she guy? she saw her husband's friend, Tony. She's like, oh, is Tony having a party here? <laughs> That's who Jeff was hiding behind. <laughs> Jeff's head just behind that guy. <laughs> he Why know. is it so good? Oh, my God. That was pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. 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 No, oh, that was so good. The power of the mocktails. 
<laughs> we didn't even have any. We didn't have mocktails. Why do you have any mocktails at a sober person's birthday party? We had oh, Jeff got like a spicy uh, oh mar- like a like something a virgin margarita. Yeah. Anyway, it was great fun. Great fun. Great fun. It was pretty. It was really stressful though. We were so stressed and we were like so busy that day. I forget what was going on. So busy. So busy. So many things. And we're like, and we had to be there at six in the valley. And we were like, oh my God. Yeah. And we we showed up. Uh, what were we dressed as? Oh, we were Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Olivia and I didn't even plan it. We were literally both in leather. She had pants. I had a skirt. High-waisted, black crop top and blazers draped over our shoulders. And they called us Millie Vanilli. <laughs> So good. We didn't get a picture. We didn't get a picture. We, I don't think so. Oh. We needed a Millie Vanilli. We really did. Picture. It was a group shot. Is there of everyone? Oh, Are we I next? Know. We're next but, to each other. But, but you, you can't don't, see our you outfit. Can't see the. It's a vibe. <laughs> you know. It's a. Fucking and someone vibe. actually asked, like, "Did you guys? My all favorite three part plan though? to wear these leather getups." <laughs> someone said that. Yeah, I missed that part. Mm-mm. My favorite part was, this is a perfect dynamic of Olivia and her husband. Mm. Can you please tell the story? Mm-hmm. We were talking about favorite cakes. Oh. Well, yeah. And I said, Jeff's favorite cake is freezer cake. I said, that's what he calls it, freezer cake. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I've never fucking called it that once in my fucking life. <laughs> He's like, oh, I want refrigerator cake. Oh, I want oh. table cake. <laughs> where, where did that come from? Yeah, no. Who calls it freezer cake? You. I would have never come like up like with that. Like grocery store cake or ice cream cake? Ice cream like cake. Like dairy cake. He goes, cake. I call it fucking ice cream cake. And yeah, I was that's like, what it is. You're like, yeah. freezer cake. He's like, like, I've never fucking called it freezer cake in my life. That's pretty great. But in my mind, Jeff's favorite cake is freezer cake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jeff was like, I don't like cake. Uh, no, he likes freezer cake. Just like you like singing lessons. <laughs> Dude. What? Rachel got me singing an amazing, lessons? we should talk about this because yes. if anyone ever needs this, it's yeah. really awesome and supportive. <clears throat> For my birthday, she got my astrology chart done. And guess what? Candy... What's Candy's last name? Walken. What's her? Does she have a website? She does have a website. Let we me, should let me. We should let me say it. Let me. Let me. Let me. Guess what Candy said I should focus on. What singing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Candy'sCosmicCircle.com. You say it three times fast. Candy'sCosmicCircle.com. 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 If you want your astrology chart read, I would go to her. Yep. That's I also had it for what my birthday got. too, and that's what we got Nadine for yeah. her birthday. What does astrology being read mean? She does your whole chart, like your birth chart, so it'll talk so, about. So is that a, if anyone else is born the same day as you, it's exactly the same? No, no it's like time, time of birth, place, location, all of it. Got it. Yeah, but hers was so right on, yours so and mine. So it was yours. Yeah, totally. It was so good. But she We're did getting it for say, you, she <laughs> did wait. say, she's like, I see a lot of singing and voice. Oh. I know. I was like, ugh. You're like, don't tell my <laughs> husband Don't that. tell my husband <laughs> More voice lessons. Yeah. Oh, my God. What, that's do really they usually funny. expire when you get them? Or you I have like know. 11 of them that. 
dude, we were driving through Topanga Canyon the other day, and there's like this big sign that says voice lessons. Oh, no. And this guy pulled over to take a picture of it so he could get the number. <laughs> and I was like, is he serious? Have you never told him that you don't want it? <clears throat> I tell him all the time. All right. He just likes to support and push her towards her dreams. Okay. Is what it is. I think he should be a singer. He is a singer. He has a good voice. He has a pretty voice. Yeah. My favorite is that video we have. Jeff and I are singing singing something. And then Elliot comes in. in the, we're singing like from Shallow from. Yeah. What's the movie? Stars Born. Yeah. And Elliot, he's a lot younger, comes in. He's like, have you ever heard of the Black Demon? <laughs> the best. It's so good. It's so good. <clears throat> that video is amazing. I love when you guys sing together. Leah's really good, too. Why won't you take my compliment? I don't want to. You just deflected it. I deflected. You deflected. I did. Take it. No. I like it when you sing with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to sing, Rob? No. Can you carry it, too? Even alone? <laughs> no. What? Do you sing along when you listen to all your indie bands? Occasionally by myself, I guess. Do you? Do you? Depends on what it is. Well, what do you sing along to? I don't, I don't know. You're like Jolene. Jolene. Or like Cal, Calvin will like to like sing along, so I've got to with him. That's cute. I, I got caught singing my ass off by myself in my car, by my contractor. I was like going for it, you guys. The guy doing your yard? Your contractor? <laughs> yeah. But he was standing there and, I, and then I looked up and I was like, oh, I'm just like collecting music for work. Like I didn't oh, know you what had, You came up with you. the whole story? You kept the like. I was so and- embarrassed. <laughs> I kept the music on. I was like, "This is normal." Like <laughs> I was singing "You and Tequila Dread Make Me Crazy" by Kenny Chesney at the top of my lungs. It's in, always country in front of my house. <laughs> you and Tequila Make Me Crazy, <laughs> Kenny Chesney. Oh my god! It was intense and embarrassing. So, what do you do when you get caught singing? Do you ever? Get caught. I'm careful that I. I'm, You're yeah, careful. I'm careful. Oh, so awkward. It's always those moments, like it's so vulnerable, you know. Like you're yeah. just singing your ass off, and you get caught. But why is it so embarrassing? Why should it be? It shouldn't be. I know. I wanted to be like, Dive do you know that? this song? Like, sing along. What if he just started singing along with you? I would be so touched. <laughs> I wonder if, like, a full, like, a singer, professional singer, if they get embarrassed when they get caught. I think there's something like vulnerable about singing by yourself. It's the same like eating by yourself is kind of vulnerable too. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. But I know some people that'll just like start singing and like blurt it out and I'm always like, oh, they can just do that. Well, I mean, I people. sing in front of people all the time. Like I have no, Yeah, you do. I do not care yeah, at you all. Don't care. But, I've like, seen would, people walk down the street with like headphones and be singing too. Well, yeah. Yeah. And just like dancing as they stroll down the down the road yeah good for them I think I just get so embarrassed like I feel like I can carry a tune but I can't sing well enough where it would be like you know what I mean so well, it's like that I mean. in between where you feel like not comfortable no that's why I was asking if you think professional singers yeah. they have any less uh, embarrassment about it because they know they're good singers yeah I wonder but you'll just blurt out songs all the time all the time you don't care 
I don't care because I love to sing, but it's not like I'm doing it to be good. I'm doing it to like let it out. Okay. Let's cold FaceTime each one singer and ask them. Okay. Do it. Who? I'm picking mine. You guys I don't will ha- ask. I'm not, I'm not cold FaceTiming a singer. Just a quick, quick Who is Q&A. That? My friend Matt. Oh, it's always Matt. It's always Matt. He's, he'll answer. <clears throat> Hello. What's up? We just have one quick question for you. Um, so I'm here with these two. Um, we're talking about people getting embarrassed singing in the car. Yeah. And like when they get caught, if they get embarrassed or not. And the uh, question was, if you're a singer already, do you get less embarrassed? If you get caught singing in the car, do you care? No. No. Yeah. Cause you're, no. cause you know Can how to sing. sing us a little ditty. I'm good at it. Will you sing Rachel a song? Can you just bust out something? You're in a store right now, so this will be. You're so wonderful. Oh, I'd be embarrassed. Oh yeah, baby. <coughs> oh yeah. That was that was beautiful. That, that was, was gorgeous. A, you're in a store right now. No, I'm recording. Oh, oh. Jacob Jagger. <laughs> that would have right. that would have been better yeah. if he was in a store. Well, that was it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Leah, you know, when Leah and I lived together, we would always sing at the top of our lungs in our condo, like Disney songs. And my window was open in my bedroom and we were like going off like every fucking ballad from Disney. And all of a sudden you heard slam (laughs) the neighbors slamming (laughs) Slamming their windows. They're like, enough of that. That's a question. If you're with Leah and you guys are singing in the car, embarrassment doesn't matter if people no, see you. Nope, not embarrassed at all. Leah, we fucking go there. So it's purely Many a video. By Many yourself. A video. Just by yourself is embarrassing. And George, too. We do that. Yeah, yeah, by yourself is more vulnerable. Do you feel like that when you eat in your car and someone looks like you Wait, wh- No. What? Are you no. eating in your car that often? I ate in my car yesterday. What'd you eat? Well, I went into Whole Foods and I got the tuna uh-huh. and those crackers I love that Briar loves. Yep. Yeah. And then those little peanut butter filled pretzels. But I was like starving and I didn't have time to like go eat somewhere. So I was like, I'm going to run in and get that. And I was sitting in my car eating. And there is something like embarrassing Why about is it. That, what's embarrassing about it? I don't find that embarrassing, like eating in your car. You don't? Like if you, you were sitting in a parking lot eating and someone's like getting in their car looking at you, you wouldn't like stop you got for like a, a second. a bowl of soup. You would just be like, you just like keep eating and look at them. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I don't think, I don't think I care. I don't really eat in my car though, so. I do. I get down. I know. I've seen your car. Oh, yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, it is a mess. It's disgusting. Oh, you have like a rule no eating in your yeah, car? Yeah, kids can't eat in the What? Car how do you live life I don't understand without that. kids eating in a car? <laughs> I mean, like, we don't drive you that much. Like, care that Do much. they eat in Natalie's car? They do eat in Natalie's car. Well, yeah, because the majority of the time is in her car. You got snacks. I just snacks. I just don't care about anything that much to not let them. Yeah. I'm just like not precious. No preciousness. My car. I have tons of kids in my car all the time. And after school, they need snacks. They're hungry. They're hungry. And we're transporting them from school to the next fucking activity. They got to eat snacks. Yeah. 
I know. I don't, it's never been a problem where like he needs to eat. Wait till the extracurriculars and friends yeah, and so transporting. Much. You'll eat while we're walking from school. Oh, you walk. Nicole doesn't let her kids eat in I the know. car, and she's got three boys. I know. I don't understand. She runs it's, a tight ship. It's not yeah, hard it's once impressive. you establish the rule. Like, Calvin gets it. I just, I'm not that I'm just kind not of that person. person. <laughs> There's no, like, off limit. There's no, like, no eating anything. on the couch. We don't have any. no to my children about anything. <laughs> No, but we're the same as far as like you can sit on the couch, you can eat. Like I do put a oh, yeah, blanket sometimes. You can't eat on the couch either. Wow. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. Well, there's certain the food. Table. I'm not gonna have you eat spaghetti on the couch. No, know? I put a but I'll put a blanket down. And let them eat spaghetti? Well, sometimes because mm. Shepard eats it with a spoon. I cut it up and he eats it with a spoon. And we have our kid blankets we put down on the couch. Keep in mind. This is an Ikea couch in the playroom purposely because I have children. Right. right? Yeah, but why are they eating? Why aren't they eating at the table? They, be, they eat at the coffee table a lot of the time. So they can watch TV while they eat? Sometimes, yeah. Well, Cal so Calvin's so slow of an eater that, like, one, we don't have TV on all the time for him. Because right. he I get it. turns into an asshole if we let him watch mm -hmm. that much TV mm -hmm. and then has to have it turned off. And if he's watching TV while he's eating, he'll be even slower than he already is. Right. So. Yeah. See, I, I feel like my kids, because, so they do, they'll do like after school care, right? And then homework. And then it's time for dinner at like five o'clock. So I'm like, at this point, they need a break. And we used to all eat at the table together, but Jeff comes home a little later. So we let them sit in front of the TV at the coffee table and eat dinner. I found... They eat more if they have a distraction. Yeah, because if they're at the dining room table, they're trying to get through it so that they can have a break. Right. So I'm like, they. Well, that's are why, better like, at Briar's school, like they'll play and then eat lunch. So it's not like lunch rush through so they can get to the. That's play. what I mean. So it's the same mentality. Yeah, it's like they have time to like relax, eat their food. Yeah. Otherwise, they're trying to like get through it to be done. To each his own. You guys want some relationship questions? Yeah. Let's top it off. Let's do it. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. The milk on the cookie cookie. The milk on the cookie cookie. All right. I, 24-year-old female, have chlamydia, and my oh. fiancé, 28 male, doesn't. I didn't cheat. That's her title. So she's had it for a long so time. So we had sex one time in October. Ever since then, I've been having pink discharge. Ooh. So I go see my gyno in October. Uh, she just gave me the results, and I'm positive for chlamydia. I'm six months postpartum. How do I get chlamydia? He claims he didn't cheat and also tried convincing me I've slept around, but I haven't. He literally goes out on the weekends, takes time for himself. We'll be out until 4 a.m. He cheated. What is there to do after the clubs close at 2 a.m.? Nothing. I'm with my kid 24-7, don't have time, and just all together have no interest in cheating. He cheated. But there's, she's saying he doesn't have it? He, he took the pill already. You take a pill, it goes away. He took it right when he had any signs. So then he tested, didn't have chlamydia. But I think chlamydia can go undetected for a long time. 
it and can. I wonder if it just if she didn't was show pregnant. Up. So she's postpartum. They test like she was you though. Well, no, she, she for sure got it from him. They test you while you're pregnant because if you give birth with something like chlamydia, can't the babies go blind or something crazy like that? They have to test. No, it's true. They have to test you for STDs while you're pregnant. Well, I know, like if you have like herpes, like a oh, herpes outbreak, herpes. something can happen. But I don't know what. Yeah, you can go blind. I'm not kidding. It's something. There's, like There's something. something with something, but I forget what it is and what thing it is. <laughs> they, something with something, but I don't know. They but 100% I don't know. test you when you're pregnant. So if she got Do tested, they? yes. Okay. I mean, I believe you. I remember. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. And I remember them kept asking, like, why? And I'd be like, why is that so important? Like, I don't have anything. Right. And it was explained to me, like, no, they have to make sure you don't. Because, got it. Okay, something could happen to the baby. Right. So, if she got it postpartum and he's out till four in the morning, I mean, he cheated on her. I mean, that's what it sounds like. We're not. Hey, we don't know the guy. But, but something, <laughs> something's fishy. Bless you. And we know what is. <laughs> well, chlamydia can make you go st- like you can't if you if you don't treat it untreated. as a woman, you it messes with your reproductive. Fertility. The message of fertility, right? Should we call okay. Jeff and ask? I mean, I feel like we need a doctor Let's on do this. It. Oh, yeah, do it. Call Let's do it. Let's see. Let's get his opinion. And then ask him if he gets embarrassing. Do I do FaceTime or? Yeah, FaceTime. Okay. We got to see this beautiful man. He's going to be like, oh, God, what now? Like, what? I'm in a meeting. What do you need? He's going to get so irritated. I know. Hi, we have a doctor question. You're being recorded. Put it close to the mic. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> As if that what, happens all the time. What's that supposed to mean, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you questions about chlamydia? I'm sure you do, Rob. Uh, <laughs> hi. Hi. Do they always test you when you're pregnant for STDs? Because is there something that can happen to the baby if you have an untreated STD while pregnant? Uh, yes and yes. So GC, gonococcal, and chlamydia are common tests for pregnancy. Everybody gets them. Uh, and they also test for HIV, hepatitis exposure, you know, kind of making sure that you have antibodies to a lot of the more common things too. Well, that's not common, but making sure that, that, that you don't have anything that would be known to affect the baby in utero. Well, what if you have chlamydia? Would it affect the baby? And what are the possible effects of it? So chlamydia is one of the um, biggest causes of blindness worldwide. You were right. I was right. You know a lot about chlamydia. (laughs) What's what's the word for what you are? Oh, yeah. What am I? Hold on. Let me look it up again. He found out the word for me. Ultra crepidarian. You're an ultra crepidarian. (laughs) What is the definition? Uh, expressing opinions, one who expresses opinions on matters outside the scope of one's knowledge or expertise. <laughs> well, that's that's why we knew we had to call you, Jeff. But I was right. But I was right. Quick question. So if a woman's pregnant, they would check her for an STD. So if she gives birth postpartum and has chlamydia afterwards, her husband cheated on her, right? Uh, well, I don't. Maybe she cheated. Oh know? yeah. Well, she wrote this, and she said she didn't cheat. 
She wrote the question. Can you get it from like a toilet seat or is it? No, 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 no. Um, there can be false positives, but they probably not. The and they they also check typically at more than one occasion during the pregnancy. So you get a you get a full screen at like twenty weeks in the early part of your pregnancy, and then they check for GC chlamydia again uh, and some other things a few weeks before birth because they're going to be coming through the birth canal and can be exposed again. All right, guys, I hope that's helpful. I have to hop off. <laughs> okay. Thanks, love Dr. You. Jeff. Take care guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was helpful. See, Dr. sometimes Jeff. I'm right guys. <laughs> What do you call me, an ultra crusty terrian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no way I'm ever going to remember that name. <laughs> That's right. enough of our shenanigans. Everyone learned something. Everyone, are we taking away something today? Not yes. chlamydia. Not chlamydia. Yeah, hopefully not. Chlamydia. Hopefully not. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Oh, I get it. I get it. We're clapping. Do you get it? What does it mean? The clap. Okay, good. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. You, you literally said it. <laughs> you literally said it. Thanks, everybody. Ah!